Well, good Monday morning, everybody. It is the 22nd of November, and my title today is The Magical World of Disney. What would you feel like if, when you were 10 years old, and you were the first person to go into Disneyland alone, ride all the rides and eat all the food and win all the prizes all day long, you would be ecstatic. And then the next day, you're talking with your friends and they ask you, hey, what did you do yesterday? Well, it was July 17th, 1955, and it was the opening day of Disneyland. You would be so incredibly excited you could barely speak. Remember now, in 1955, there was no real television, no video games, no Netflix, nothing in the form of entertainment except maybe playing tag or hide-and-seek or going to the movies, which had just begun to use color instead of black and white. Well, this week, I've been meditating on studying Galatians 5 and the fruit of the Spirit. And I noticed something I think is important for us. Notice that Paul is comparing what life will be like if we are walking in the Spirit or if we are living in the flesh. He rips off 15 things that one can find in their life if they're walking in the flesh. He says this, now, now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. These are the attributes we might find in those who are not saved, or perhaps are saved and just giving into their flesh. These are called the works of the flesh, and notice that the word works is plural. You can have one or more, but probably not all of them, heaven forbid. And then he lists off what he calls the fruit of the Spirit. Notice that the word fruit is singular, as opposed to the works of the flesh. And I think that is very important. And it's God trying to emphasize something to us. These nine attributes or fruit of the Spirit is what He wants to develop in our lives. And they describe the kind of person the Spirit wants us to be becoming. So is it possible for that to be happening in our lives? Can we become men demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit, of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Well, my friends, the answer is yes. Of course it is possible and achievable because the fruit is the fruit of the Spirit. And oh, by the way, the fruit-producing Spirit lives inside of your body. Plus, His purpose of being in us is so that he can conform us to the image of Christ. We are to be being transformed by the renewing of our minds and being filled with and walking in the Spirit. 
every day. So if that is the case with you, after being a Christian for years, if not decades, and you're still experiencing the flesh instead of the fruit of the Spirit, where do you think the problem lies? To conclude that you must not be a Christian because you're not able to stop this highly addictive behavior is not the answer. If you are certain that you've been born again by the Spirit. However, just to be clear, struggling with sin does not mean you're not saved. Because if you were not saved, then you probably wouldn't feel guilty and you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said about himself in Romans chapter 7, all in the present tense, using only first-person singular pronouns like me, myself, and I. In verse 15, he says, For I do not understand what I'm doing. For I am not practicing what I want to do, but I do the very thing I hate. Remember, this is the Apostle Paul writing the book of Romans, getting ready to write chapter 8. And then in verse 19, he says, For the good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. And then he concludes at the end of the chapter, What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? And then he says these critical words, Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. I believe that Paul is telling us he had a problem and feels as if he were still a wretched man. But then immediately he cries out and says, Thanks be to God who delivers me. Present tense. It was still happening. He still needed deliverance. Notice that deliverance of Paul was from his flesh, and it's in the present tense. In other words, it was ongoing day by day. My friends, freedom from porn rarely comes in one swift act of deliverance. Not that it cannot happen, because obviously with God all things are possible. But for Paul, and I believe for the rest of us, we need the continuing power of the Holy Spirit to help us put to death the deeds of the flesh so that we can begin to grow and develop the fruit of the Spirit. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're planning on meeting with the Lord daily, being filled with walking in the Spirit, putting on the full armor of God, and staying connected to a community of others who are there to help you and to whom you can give help. God bless you. Take care and goodbye.